This episode was narrated due to bad connection. You are now listening to The Beat Basement, Season 4, Episode 5. Because I, I got Grammy nominated for um, working with Trinity 5-7, and I was like, yo, I, I reached my goal, but I didn't reach my goal. I, feel like, I felt like that was something, some unfinished business. Presents The Beat Basement, where you hear from your live as producers. All of them. And this is where it all goes down, where you hear the funky sounds from the producers that's up and coming to Grammy Award winning. All of them. And I'm your host, Swish, and we going in. Everything going in. On this episode, man, we got this talented brother, man. Um, very special, super producer, man. My guy, that boy Taylor made, man. Y'all, what's up? What's going on, man? Appreciate you, brother. I'm glad to be a part of you before. Um, excited to share about my story. Excited to share some of my music and some of the things I've been working on in the past years. And I uh, just thank you for having me. Glad to be on the show. Uh, thank you for being on the show, man. Um, yeah, so tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, well, Native of Charlotte, North Carolina, born and raised, man. The twin, I got two older brothers. We all kind of was, you know, blending the music. My mom was a pianist, and we all kind of grew up playing trumpet. So I played trumpet all through middle school, high school, even to college at North Carolina uh, A&T, as well as North Carolina Central, but I finished A&T. So Aggie pride to all my Aggies out there. Um, okay, okay. Music experience from, man, and... and Again, I knew nothing about like music production out of college, and someone introduced me to like Fruity Loops, and this is back in like 2004. So this is like when Fruity Loops just started, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't, I didn't know much about songs. I, I was using hardware. I used a chord track keyboard. Now I didn't play keyboard, that, but it was a cat named Travis Hill, one of my fraternity brothers, actually, who kind of like brought me on, let me use his crib and and use keyboard and. That's why I discovered my love for music, because initially, I was into, like, marketing market for Atlantic Records, man. He was saying he used to market for Atlanta Records, and uh, did a lot of stuff with Tweet, T.I., um, Fat Joe, um, Wayne Wonder. I knew I loved music, but marketing wasn't where I wanted to go. He was saying marketing wasn't where he wanted to be, um, and he drew closer, more so, to the production side. That's where he wanted to be. And so he, after he graduated college, he turned down all his job offers. One of his few last job offers was to Phoenix, where he used to live. No, no, I didn't go to Phoenix because I, I lived out there when I was 15. My mom and pops moved us out there because we needed a change. Like I said, I grew up with three other brothers. We were some knuckleheads, man. We had in trouble about <laughs> it. And uh, one of my brothers actually got banned from Sean, so we had to move um, or whatnot. So... My father looked at it like, hey, it's a good change. You know, we don't know anyone out there. So uh, I'm going to take my sons out there so they can get out of trouble. So when I got that job off out of college, I was like, hell no, I'm not going out. So I turned on my job and said, you know what? We went down to um, Atlanta one year. My best friend. His best friend was from Atlanta. So they played Jackson State one year. So he came and just the, the energy that he was feeling that day when he came to Atlanta. It's just that vibe. That yeah, man. It that was, intensity, that 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 electricity, man. I know how it was. Yeah, yeah. And this hey. is when Leno's still popping Peach Street. You still had Gladys Knight, you know, Bobby. You had all that stuff going. It's like 
back in 2004, and it, the streets were just flooded. I mean, I was like, yo, I'm just not used to this type of energy, this type of vibe, you know, the club scene and everything like that. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to pursue my, my passion, music, turn out all my jobs and move down there. This, I'm sure my age when I tell you this. So I moved down, I moved down to Atlanta with a part-time job working for Circuit City. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you move, you first, first you move to Phoenix. Well, first y'all moved to the wood. Right. And we, <laughs> we moved, moved back. to the wood. Yeah. We moved back to Charlotte in '96. Okay. And I, and I finished high school in '99. I went to college at A and T. Finished, finished there in '04, and that's when I decided to go to Atlanta. So okay. uh, when I got there, man, I, I just knew that's the place I wanted to be, and I have an aunt there. Uh, was you still was you still messing around with the trumpet? I just kind of lost my my drive for it. Couldn't read music like you used to. In college, you kind of started to play by ear. It's not about like reading music. They not about that technicality. You got to pick it up quick and learn the book of music. But um, you know, and shout out to all my my agents and my streamers and folks. I want to give them a shout. But um, but yeah, I just stopped stopped playing. He was saying he stopped playing and um picked up the software. And he started out with uh, Fruity Loops, then moved on. Then I moved over to Reason. Reason had a richer sound at that time. Who uh, put you on? Who put you on Fruity Loops? One of my uh, one of my um, good friends, uh, one of my fraternity brothers. He he sent me a crack version, like back in like '03. And I never forget. I had a big back screen. We had this flat screen. No, the brains. Yeah, All I had right. the brains. And it, when they're it, Brainiacs. Yeah. And it was a slow load, it was a slow load computer, man. So it's like anytime I did production, it took forever to get it done. But um, you know, I just kept working. I kept working it and I worked in the car audio department at Circuit City. So it gave me an opportunity to kind of test my music to people that's listening. And um, I never forget I was playing my music one day and one of the guys, one of my managers, they're like, yo, who who's music is that? I'm sure you're gonna tell me I was trash because I was just kind of. But you was getting the right mix, though. I bet you was getting the right mix, just putting in the car stereos, listening right. to it, and other people whips. I know they're like, man. Yeah, yeah. So that and that's really what like prompted me to even pursue it further. But real quick side story, I do want to say this, this man, and it's crazy how things can go tonight. I never forget. I was at Greenbrier Mall at the time, um, so I was working the car audio. I never forget a cat came in. And he couldn't afford to get a radio. And uh, I cut him a deal. He got me, I said, preach. And he's like, yo, look out for the single on the radio station. This call is going down. I was young job. And then the day, he couldn't even afford radio in his car. A couple months later, man, he had a number one record in Atlanta. Just popped off like that. Hey, man, it's wonderful. It's, it's really, and that's why I be telling folks, man, whatever you're doing, it could be anything, man. Just just enjoy the process, man. Just enjoy the ride while you, before you get there. Because like you say, you never know when it's going to happen or how it's going to happen. So you might as well enjoy your life now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Might as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so Taylor May, um, tell the folks how you came up with your name, how you got your Oh, name. man. Well, I come from a family of golfers. Like, my grandfather off with Charlie Sifford was the first black pro golfer. And mm. last name to take, you know, Taylor made golf clubs. And so uh, I just want to pay high for my, my last name. And of course, us being, you know, golfers, I played in middle school, I played in high school. Both my parents were professional golfers. 
my dad went to golf, uh, went to college at J.P. Smith on a golf scholarship. So it's, it's deep rooted in the family. And so, you, so you're the Black Tiger Woods, basically. I would, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> you can swing like Tiger then, huh? No, nah, man, it'd be curving all the way over there. So you don't want to. I'd be happy to golf course. In the lake. Yeah. <laughs> you're doing that Happy Gilmore then. Yeah, 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 man. You, you don't want me tearing up your golf course. <laughs> I, I, I hack it up. <laughs> that's all right, man. Oh yeah. Dang. Yeah. So that's how you got tailor made. That's how I got tailor made, and it's like um, I couldn't think of a name. I could really couldn't think of a name. Just like when it comes to like everybody asks me how come I don't have a tag, I kind of can't have a tag, but it's something everybody hears. I kind of recently started doing it, but I just saw a lot of producers, you know, adding tags, and I never wanted to be the type of producer I gotta have a tag because I, I like to have the universal sound. I don't want to be boxed in with like, oh yeah, we know it's a heavy sound. I want to be able to do a little bit of everything. Uh, mm -hmm. So when it came to, to, to my name, I was just like, you know what? I love golf, golf, my family, my last name, Taylor. It'll be. So Taylor made it. Yeah, it go. It may, it, it's, it go. It really go. And, and I'm not, it's like at first, because I know Mike Will made it. He came out and everybody like, oh, yeah, nah, I've, I've been doing this. <laughs> this song too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man, it, it it is crazy. But you know, when you can, when you got your name, you know what I'm saying. People think you got it from somebody else, or, or you nah, it's it's unique. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's unique. It's strict. You know, and ain't nothing new under the sun, man. Ain't nothing new. You know what I'm saying? You may hear two or three people, different people with the same, you know, uh, artist name that you may have. You know what I'm saying? But that's you know, true. It's always a little blend or a little mix of how you how you came up with your names and stuff, man. Like like little baby under the baby. The baby. Like, right. So I definitely right. get that's, that's the same. That's the same. Yeah, yeah that's you know true. Yeah. Um, so did you did you have you even checked back into the um, music industry in, in, in Charlotte now? Or, or? Yeah, I uh I moved back. Um, uh, man, I, I spent two tours in Atlanta. I came back and. I came back to Atlanta in 2017. I spent six years with I came back to Charlotte and uh, went, through a, went through a divorce. And when, when going through a divorce, you know, music was was kind of what saved me and got me back to being who I was. And I quit music. I sold everything down to this machine right here. Yeah. I sold this piece of equipment right here. What you got? This is uh, the machine piece. Oh, the machine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. This is my oldest piece, man. I, I sold everything. Uh, I quit music because I, I got Grammy nominated for um, working with Trinity 57. And I was like, yo, I, I reached my goal. But I didn't reach my goal. I feel like, I felt like that was something, some unfinished business in Atlanta. So I moved back and reconnected with a lot of people, such as Ian Burks over Icon City, over my boy Obango over Pat Burke. And uh, just start reconnecting with them and, and wanting to get back into the music. You know, I got to the point where um, maybe I need to focus on the, cor the corporate career. And I've always kept a solid job on music. Never felt like, I, you know, this is it. If, if I don't succeed, I fail because I got kids to take care of. And that was my first part, but it was good. And, um, you know, I started listening to another producer named Odyssey, and he kind of got me back into it. And I'll never forget, I was about to sell this piece of equipment. And that was the last, you were down to your last bristle. Last 
that's my last question because like you know I got to the point where like, I didn't have anything I wanted to talk about I didn't have no outlets anything like that so it's like I want to rebuild myself and music was where it started so sometimes when you go through tragic situations you want to figure out where I need to go what do I need to get back to to get back to me and I knew music has always been a part of my life since birth you know my mom used to dance me and my twin brother and I think and so in order for me to refine myself, I knew I had to get back to music. And, you know, it, it just resonates to me the fact that, you know, your dreams never die. Only your will to pursue them do. It's the cook-up. Time for the cook-up. Cook-up is dedicated to all the essential workers fighting the coronavirus, um, all the fighters, all the people that fought it, um, and the people that still fighting, man. Stay strong. You have everything you need within you right now to deal with whatever the world can throw at you. Ed Lester. Yeah, man. Sometimes the world can throw us curveballs, um, unexpected things, man. But you had a strength. God's giving it to you. Use it. That's my word, y'all. Blessings on blessings on blessings. Peace. This episode is also dedicated to Everett Taylor III, Taylor Maid's brother.